So welcome to the first Breathe podcast. Um, my name is Brian Kent. I'm the chief editor of Breathe. And we're delighted to have our first podcast being uh, focused on our early career members and particularly on our early career members experience at, at the Congress, uh, which was recently held in Milan and I think was really a great success with really great turnout from from ECMs and from old people like me. Um, joining me today is uh, Joanna Patricia Dos Santos Cruz, who is one of our lead ECMs. And I'm going to ask uh, Joanna to introduce you and Sarah, who are joining us to tell us about their experience at the Congress. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you so much for, for having me here also in the podcast. Welcome, Sarah and Sue. So uh, Sarah Alami, she's from Assembly 4, is sleep disorder breathing, and she presented the, the, at the U.S. Congress the poster clinical and economic assessment of a comprehensive program to improve adherence of continuous positive airway pressure treatment in obstructive sleep apnea patients in Spain, a randomized control trial with a health economic model, and CU Dai, she's from Assembly 6, uh, epidemiology and environment, and she presented the poster, The Causal Relationship Between Smoking Conditions and Telomerolink, a Mendelian randomization study in the UK Biobank. Right? Thank you so much for attending. So we have prepared some questions for you to know what were the highlights of the sessions in your perspective. So we would start for this question. In your opinion, and I can start with Sada, for example, uh, in your opinion, which were the main highlights of DRS Congress for your assembly? Which sessions caught you the attention the most? Um, thank you. Um, on my side, I think uh, the two topic uh, caught my attention. Uh, the first one is on the benefit of uh, adequate CPAP adherence and uh, personalized maintenance. Uh, I attended a presentation on real-world large dataset studies or postdoc analysis demonstrating the positive impact of uh, CPAP treatment on uh, reducing cardiovascular morbid mortality, especially in adherence and symptomatic patients. And it's particularly uh, interesting as uh, it challenges uh, several RCTs that failed to show a benefit of uh, CPAP therapy on cardiovascular events. And I also uh, delve into session highlighting the need for uh, targeted and uh, personalized treatment approaches uh, for sleep apnea. Um, and markers uh, like uh, hypoxic burden were discussed to assess the risk of uh, cardiovascular disease. Thank you so much. We can see that there were a lot of uh, highlights in, the, in this year as Congress, so thank you. Uh, now we can move on to see which were the main highlights. Do you want to uh, identify some? Uh, so uh, for the highlights of our assembly six, in fact, this is a really big topic for me. In, and uh, um, so according to my own understanding, because the same of this year, right, we have the uh, pollution, climate change, and also sustainable development. So um, when narrowed to our assembling, I think uh, the highlight could be uh, because we epidemiology group always focus on the epidemiology and also those risk factor identification of uh, respiratory disease. 
So I think the highlights can be, uh, for instance, the determinants, uh, especially those airborne pollutants uh, of the lung disease in both children and also in out, um, adults. And also, uh, we, uh, I think the highlights can be the emission source, the desert dust storms and the climate change, what the impacts on our lung health, and also the prevention of chronic respiratory disease prevention through, uh, for instance, the occupational and also environmental exposure uh, management. Uh, and furthermore, I'd like to add is that I think there's also one more uh, highlight is that um, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic in respiratory health from an uh, epidemiological aspect. Yeah. So uh, the session uh, which caught my attention most, uh, I think it is a session entitled as Working Against Tobacco and uh, Air Pollutants, the Other Big Pandemic. I think this session also, um, another very important session for me uh, is a pediatric in, your re in review because I'm from the Department of Pediatrics. I, I was wondering if we could talk a little bit about the research that you presented because it's it's always one of the most exciting things I think when you're or when you're an ECM within the society is being able to show what you're bringing to the table and uh, getting an opportunity to to show off some of your own work. So. Sarah, I, I, I do sleep medicine. I, I, I look after people on CPAP all the time and adherence is a big problem uh, in, in CPAP. You, you've done some work on this and presented it at the Congress. Could you maybe give us a little bit of an idea about what you found and what the reactions to it were like at the Congress? Yes, of course. Um, I presenting the clinical and economic result of the PIMA program. So uh, PIMA program is a proactive program designed by home care providers to improve uh, PAP adherence and patient quality of life based on uh, patient stratification and personalized support plans. A Spanish randomized control trial demonstrated a significant improvement in PAP adherence versus standard of care. And at one year, 80% were adherent in the PIMA group compared with 66% in the control group. And uh, using uh, this improvement, uh, health economic model estimates uh, the clinical events and cost avoided for different scenarios on the eligible population, ranging from the current impact to the potential maximum impact if PIMA where to become uh, the standard of care in Spain. So uh, from the Spanish healthcare perspective, the maximum potential economic impact could be around 200 million. And from a societal perspective, including indirect costs, savings could uh, reach around 500 million. That's incredible. Can can you tell us a little bit about what the what the program involved and what what kind of what level of initial investment is required to deliver those kind of savings? Uh, yes, uh, it's um, both uh, human resources and uh, and material resources uh, because uh, it's um, uh, this program uh, needs uh, to have a specialized people. Uh, motivational interviews, uh, capabilities, um, and with a lot of uh, educational um, 
support and also uh, some uh, digital tool um, for communication between uh, clinician uh, and uh, home care providers and patients. And do you see any barriers to having this program rolled out in other European countries? Yes. So widespread uh, deployment requires uh, significant resources, and according to countries, so some adaptation may be necessary to comply uh, with uh, regulation and ensure uh, sustainability. Thank you, Sarah. Now moving on. Also, we would also like to hear see you. So uh, your research was focused on environmental impact on respiratory health, and you said that were some uh, sessions on that also, some important sessions. So uh, your research was specifically on the effects of smoking conditions on telomeric length. And how, how do you believe uh, the findings from your study can contribute to a broader understanding of the environmental variables and the influence on respiratory health? Yes, thank you for your question. Um, so let's um, move to my own research. So uh, the study I presented this year uh, focus on the effects of smoking conditions, uh, for instance, current smoking, etc., on 10 millions, uh, which is a biomarker for aging. Uh, so, and we find that current smoking was uh, very significantly associated with a shorter of 10 years, which indicating impaired tissue repair uh, regeneration. So, in other words, um, we find we conclude that hazards environmental exposure can lead to accelerated aging. And so uh, for broader understanding, I think that our finding highlight, uh, first of all, we highlight the impact of smoking condition on respiratory health, uh, may maybe at a molecular level. Furthermore, by establishing, we're establishing a causal effect uh, of smoking on shortened uh, 10 mil lens. Um, we emphasize, so we emphasize the importance of smoking cessation. We go further here. So uh, in reducing the risk of respiratory damage. Um, furthermore, according to my own understanding, uh, we think that the study also highlight the feasibility of using epidemiological uh, stat, uh, uh, research methods such as uh, Mondini randomization for the understanding of environmental factors and the impact on our respiratory health. Thank, Thank you. you so much. This is a very important topic of research because uh, uh, we try to slow down aging, and this is one uh, modifi modifiable uh, factor, right? So yeah. Uh, Thank you. So how how can we reach the communities also to help them understand your research and also to do something? Uh, so try to implement cessation, uh, smoking cessation uh, programs or being aware of uh, this? Uh, yes. Um, so, yes, uh, as you say, that uh, the main finding of this research, uh, we think that can guide our future uh, strategies, such as, uh, in fact, health education and also the health relevant health policy development uh, for the prevention and also intervention for the cessation. Um, so according to my own experience, my understanding, so I think that uh, we can first of all deliver those information to our public, I mean, for the uh, public, for their health education, especially deliver those uh, information to 
uh, uh, people have smoking um, habits. Um, furthermore, um, maybe we we'll need some training, in fact, uh, to train our healthcare workers. I mean, not on, only clinicians, but also uh, maybe, for example, n- nurse, uh, uh, PT, etc., uh, to use, to learn, understand this uh, information uh, for the uh, smoking cessation counseling and the treatment, etc. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just the last question also about your work. So um, in terms of smoking exposure, uh, do we have like a relationship for time of exposure and uh, influence on the telomere length? Uh, yes, uh, I'll also look at that because uh, in the uh, previous analysis, we also uh, identify the uh, relationship between the uh, pack year uh, and also the 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 10 mil lens because uh, the pack here is in fact it is an index for the uh, lifelong uh, tobacco smoke exposure so we can also conclude that as uh, the more uh, the longer time the individual smoke uh, the more impact the harder impact they would have on their uh, biological aging yeah okay. i think you guys have presented some really important you know, the two areas you've looked at are really critically important in terms of of our ability to to deliver care and in terms of long term health outcomes. Um, and it's amazing to see early career members presenting their work like this. How do you think we should be? How do you think the society should be working to try and encourage ECMs to take on a bigger role at the Congress. You, are there things that the society could do to make it more likely for your your fellow early career members to 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 attend and to present? I mean, what do you think, Sarah? Um, maybe a mentorships program could motivate um, to identify, to have a mentor, identify in, in the international community, to be able to ask questions, um, mm to to train before uh, oral communication something like that and see you what do you think we should be doing to encourage our ecms to be more excited about coming to the congress yeah um so first of all uh, uh if i had joined this year's lex program mm. uh, the next program. So I think uh, that is really a very wonderful memory bird journey for me. So I think mm. that we can keep uh, and also maybe have more such program. Uh, this is the first point. And also I think that mentorship is very, very important. Mm. Uh, maybe we can have mentorship uh, during the Congress or uh, develop the uh, mentors- mentoring relationship, etc. So you, you mentioned the NEXT program, and not everyone will be familiar with the NEXT program. Can you just very briefly say what it was and what it involved and what you took from it? Uh, yes, of sure. Uh, so the NEXT program is, uh, um, uh, uh, it is invite, invited some young scholars and also from different specialty, from different research fields, uh, them come together. Then we have some mentors, uh, maybe mentors here, uh, very senior doctors and researchers here. Um, and also we young people will, um, first of all, the seniors will have lectures uh, in not only uh, how to do a, uh, how to be a good doctor in respiratory health, uh, how to do research in respiratory medicine, but also uh, they presented how to have a work-life balance. So when 
uh, both learn uh, and we also communicate and and we also have new friends, new mentors here. So it is a program, yeah, like this. So um, uh, briefly, it is maybe like its name. Next, it is for uh, to uh, nourish the next generation uh, of experts in respiratory health. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds Thank it you. sounds like a really exciting program. I'm 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 just sorry yeah. that I'm I'm too old to be allowed in the doors. So that's. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't get to do it, but it sounds like a, a really great program. Sarah, do you do you think you'll go next year? Yes, of course, I, I will be present next year, and I hope um, I will be able to present uh, new findings if uh, the timeline uh, allow it. Brilliant! I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and see you. Will we be seeing more about telomeres in Vienna? Um, yes, I think, yeah, of sure, because I think that U.S. Congress is, in fact, uh, one of the most important thing for me, yeah, and because uh, I think I've um, learned a lot, and also I like travel around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Joanna, any any other closing remarks or anything else you'd like to ask our guests before we all escape? Uh, no, I think in terms of questions, they they were mainly it. Uh, I would like to thank you once again for attending here and for presenting your work and for representing also the early career members at the Congress. We need you uh, again and we need to, for you to bring other ECMs. They will be very welcome. Uh, and thank you for having a time to discuss the, some of the highlights of the ERS program. I hope to see you soon in, uh, in Vienna. <laughs> yes, hopefully we get to see you in the real world soon, guys. But thank you very much for joining us today.